in a world where blockbuster movies are made and enjoyed. Millions of people watch them, awards are won, careers are launched, cinematic works of greatness are produced each year, and these two knuckleheads haven't seen them. You're listening to The List We Missed, where we finally watch the movies that everyone else already has. And hi, friends! Welcome back to another episode of The List We Missed. Yeah! And it is a very special month. Oh! Yeah, okay. (laughs) I love that this became a thing. And I hope it is a thing we remember to do next year. I have to admit that this is not an original idea. No. Because I, there's, there's like, I've seen other, like, movie review YouTube shows use this exact same theme. Mm-hmm. So I'm stealing it from them, but it applies to us. Welcome to Sci-Fi July. Pew, 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 laser guns, fire, pew, 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 pew. Because that's in sci-fi. That's very, I mean, I thought I was in a sci-fi movie for a second. <laughs> Thank you for indulging me. <laughs> <laughs> so we have chosen two movies that we have not seen that fall into the sci-fi category. Tonight's movie from 2014, the Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, uh, uh, this was a movie that I knew about, that I that I followed for a little bit because it seemed interesting. Never actually watched it. You're aware about the whole like name change and all that kind of stuff too, right? No. So the movie came out titled Edge of Tomorrow, and then I guess people didn't grasp the concept of Edge of Tomorrow. They changed it to Live, Die, Repeat for like a hot minute. Okay. And then eventually it went back to to, to Edge of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. But like for a little, like everybody thought the movie was called Live, Die, Repeat because like on the movie posters it said Live, Die, Repeat. So like that's what everybody thought it was. So then to help with, with, uh, marketing, marketing, they, they, you know, switched name over, I guess, during theater release or something. I don't know. I just remember, I remember hearing about the quote unquote controversy with that, which I thought was funny, but, but my brother really liked this movie. I, and he'd been trying to get me to watch it for years. I do remember this movie coming out, and I feel like, you know, I was aware of this movie, but, like, my awareness didn't go past, it's a sci-fi Groundhog Day. Right. You know? Okay. And I'm like, well, that's cool, but it just, it fell off my radar, well, and one, I never got around th- to it. There's another step there, though. It's ground. It's Groundhog, it's sci-fi Groundhog Day with guns. That's true. It is <laughs> sci-fi Groundhog Day with guns. Right. Um, I, I know there's a lot of controversy about Tom Cruise and his personal life. Uh, that aside, I think Tom Cruise is a good actor. I haven't seen enough Tom Cruise movies to know if I think he's a good actor or yeah. not. Like, it's one of those like, oh yeah, Tom Cruise, he's a good actor. Because he's been in a bunch of things. And the mass, you know, conglomerate of society has decided he's a good actor. So that must mean he's a good actor. You know, like... That's where I'm at with him. Yeah. No, but. I think that he is. And I think that we talked about this briefly that I feel like over the last two-ish decades, he's done a lot more action mm-hmm. than anything else. Well, isn't he the guy who also like does all of his own stunts or whatever? Like, And it's a big old deal because he like hangs from the side of airplanes yeah. and stuff. Like, like, that's Tom Cruise. That's what we know Tom Cruise for today. I've seen Tom Cruise in plenty of non-action-y roles in the 90s, I mean, obviously, I love him in Interview with a Vampire. Never seen. Um, I think Rainmaker is a 
Oh, what's his, I think it's a John Grissom novel that Never got turned into a movie, and I'm pretty sure that's the one he's in. Never heard of it. I might be mistaking that one for the one with Richard Gere. I don't remember. But I know that he's been in those. Um, I think he's in A Few Good Men, and that movie has been that. As far as him being an A-list celebrity, like I, I, I feel like I can say that he is a very good actor. Again, personal life and beliefs aside... When he turns it on to do his job, I think he does it well. And I thought he did his job very well in this movie. Yeah, like, I've never seen any of even his, like, big movies. You know, I've never seen uh, Top Gun. I don't think I've seen Rain Man. I don't think I've seen... He's Jerry Maguire, right? Like, I don't think I've seen any of his movies. I don't don't believe I've seen Jerry Maguire. Yeah, like... Rain Man I've seen. I forgot about Top Gun. It's funny, I've... Mission Impossible. Never seen any of them. I saw a couple of them. I've only seen Top Gun once, and it was in the very recent past. And I remember watching it, and my assessment was, like, the movie was okay... I think Hot Shots is better. Mm-hmm. And so I'll always just watch Hot Shots right. over the desire to see Top Gun. I remember but there there was a period of time in the late in the late two thousands, early twenty tens where like war movies, World War Two era movies was like a big thing. And I remember that seeing him in uh previews for a movie called Valkyrie that I really wanted to see. It was about like, you know, a group of a group of Nazis who was trying to go against the Nazis and try and kill Hitler. So, I remember him wearing an eye patch in that. Well, the previews, anyway. But, yeah, I've never seen Tom Cruise in anything, really. But, to that point... Oh, no, I'm a liar. I've seen him in War of the Worlds. Hated that movie. So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, to that point, though, uh, I agree. I think he was fantastic in this film. I thought he did a really good job portraying this character from the beginning, being a guy who's just, like, straight-up media, who's selling the war... And then, hey, guess what, bud? You're going to where he's like, nah, nah, sight of blood, I can't do it. Like he was that, he was that sly, uh, almost sick, like, like you could tell that he was just a a, a snake. You know, he he was he was doing his job because that's what he wanted to do, so that way he did, could do what he needed to do and not be any part of anything. And then the minute it turned into him having to do something he didn't want to do, it was like, no, I, I hate this. And, and and then watching that whole transformation was great. Like I thought he did a really good job. I agree. Yeah, he, so he, so there is a war against aliens called Mimics, and... Do we know why they're called Mimics? Is that a thing? Did that ever get explained? I don't think so. Okay, because I, yeah, I I, I wanted to know why. Like, when they said Mimics, I was like, you know, oh, they're an alien race that's gonna, that, like, takes control of bodies or, like, or impersonates them so that way we don't know who they are. And no, they're just giant tentacle monsters from space. So those giant tentacle monsters from space have invaded Earth, and we are in a global war with them. And Tom Cruise is in the military, and he's, you know, he's a major, uh, but we do air quotes with that. He's basically PR. Yeah, he's nothing he's, but PR and media. Like, he, he just goes on TV, he talks about it, he's the spin guy that will make you love or hate any situation in the war. And uh, he is told that, hey, guess what, um... You're going to the front line. Um, you are. You're going to help sell this. Yeah, you need to sell the positivity of this battle. Well, even more specifically, it's because they were doing a. They were essentially doing D Day. 
Yeah. Because because uh, the the mimics were had basically taken over all of Europe at that point, right? Like it was pretty much all that. So it was it was D Day. It was everybody and their mother was going to attack from all fronts and and pinch everybody pinch everything in the middle. And our big weapon, the the world's big weapon, is these these mech suits that they have that everybody <laughs> uses. And there's one like super soldier, and it's uh, the character Emily Blunt plays this character. Mm-hmm. She's basically the Ugh. Poster girl for the ultimate warrior. Full metal bitch. Full metal bitch. So, Tom Cruise is sent out to the... Well, no, he goes to the office with the general, and the general's like, yeah, you're going to be in the front line. Who apparently was Mad-Eye Moody. Yes, it was. I didn't know that until until it was brought to my attention. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah, no, I can can pick him out of a crowd. I love him. I have Uh, no idea. Brian Gleason? That sounds correct. Um... But yeah, so when he's told he'd go into the front line, he tries to pull every excuse out of his hat to get out of it. And then he runs away. He's arrested. And when he wakes up, he is basically at like boot camp. They're, you know, launching out. Here comes Bill Paxton, who (laughs) tells him. The minute I saw him walk on screen, I I immediately went, oh, Jackie's going to love this. Bill Paxton. (laughs) Might be Pax. Um, The minute that, that he is confronted... You know, Tom Cruise is in handcuffs, and they were like, look, stop your bullshit, you're a deserter, Mm -hmm. you're impersonating an officer, Mm -hmm. you're going to the front line. And, you know, you get to see that whole first transition of he meets the crew that he's going to be with, nobody likes him, Mm -hmm. nobody teaches him anything, he Mm -hmm. has no idea how to turn the safety off on his mech suit. To be fair, he has like a day. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was kind of shitty too. Um, Look, at that point, it was, we're sending you here to die, sir. Yeah. So, yeah, he eventually gets thrown into battle, and suddenly we're on the beach. And, like, it, it was is, it it was is awesome. explosions, it was and, like... and, you know, there he sees uh, Emily Blunt's character mm-hmm. uh, get killed, which, what the fuck, because she's supposed to be, like, the top of the top. So she gets killed, and one of the larger mimics that, like, actually has, like, a mouth and a face in the whole nine mm-hmm. is about to kill Tom Cruise. And he pulls a bomb off another dead soldier and blow, essentially blows them both up. Yeah, he, but yeah. in the process of him dying, the mimic's blood, this particular mimic, is he absorbs all that blood. It's, like, all over his skin. Yeah. It's melting him the whole Crazy nine. Crazy to watch that. And then suddenly, poof. He wakes up, we're starting our day over again. Yes, right from, from the minute he wakes up on camp in the handcuffs, and then everything starts happening exactly as it did before. And you're like, ah, here's the Groundhog here's Day Here's the Groundhog Day. <laughs> um, and and it's, it, I had said like, you know, I'm, I'm excited. This is, it sounds terribly morbid, but in the entertainment you purpose say, of it. I remember you saying this. I'm so excited to see all the different ways he's going to die. Yeah. Like how are, how, you know, you knew that it wasn't just going to be go to battle, you know, get shot, go to battle, exploded or whatever. Yeah. They went so far as to, you know, at some point he, you know, meets Emily Blunt's character and he's trying to tell her how to survive. Yeah. He saves her. She recognizes what's happening, and as if she knew what was going on, she says, find me when you wake up. Yeah. Which was one of those, like, what? Uh-huh. I, 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 I was very excited the way they took this plot and where, like, the story is just, it's such an entertaining story. Yeah, yeah it was. Visually, this movie is just, it's so good. Every, like, all the actors were good, and once we start to really see... 
Tom Cruise's character, with every single day that's going by, like, the montage starts to happen. And he actually becomes, like, a super soldier in himself because while it's, you know, just his quote-unquote first day at boot camp, yeah. or, like, about to set out to war, he's been doing this. You never really know how long he's doing it. But that, it that, 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 that's something I want to talk about later. It, it really, you are led to believe <clears throat> that he has probably lived this day... Hundreds of times. Hundreds of times. Absolutely. Yeah, which is, like, heartbreaking to think of in some regard. I mean, you, your heart broke with Bill Murray when, when uh, uh, in the Groundhog Day. Yeah, like, but with this one, like, because of the like the interactions he, he has, that he has. Well, Bill Murray kept dying in his Groundhog Day. Well, day. that was because he chose to. <laughs> like, he was trying to stop the loop. That's a different... Um, but no, like, it was, it was heartbreaking in the sense, and there was even one point when... You know, he's in this, uh, they have like this shelter with Emily Blunt and he's making her coffee and he's like, oh, right, right. You need uh, three sugars, not two. And uh, there's a t-shirt over there. And there's a moment where she's just staring at him and she said to him, how many times have we did, how how many times have we done this? And he doesn't answer her. And like, it, it really, and the way that he becomes this like, you know, pretty much poster, or not poster boy, PR boy, like I'm not getting my hands dirty to saving the world. Yeah. Like, you, it's, it's heartbreaking to me to think that he has done this hundreds upon hundreds And watch people that he starts to actually care about dying. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It was it was brutal. But uh, but to get back to, to the, the plot of it all, so he dies again. He goes and finds Emily Blunt. You find out that I'm, I, we need to know her name. What was, yeah. <laughs> what, what was her name? I want to say Rita, but I don't that think that's right. correct. Is it correct? Uh, I don't feel like Sergeant Rita oh, Rataski. Okay. It is Rita. So, so Rita. Rita uh, and Tom Cruise's... William Cage. William Cage. They keep calling him Cage. That's right. So, but, uh, so, so he goes and finds Rita. Rita, he explains to Rita, like, you know, you told me to find you when I wake up. And she basically immediately knows what's going on. And apparently, she had dealt with this before. She had this whole repeat scenario. So she also had gone through dying millions of times. Or hundreds of thousands, but however many it was. And... You find out that basically she got that because that's the other thing too, right? They talk about how Rita is uh, amazing and how she keeps winning in battles and all that kind of stuff. And (laughs) they keep mentioning how it's because of the mech suit that somebody with minimal training is able to be as badass as she is. Of course, now you know. It's because she was able to relive the days over and over again so she knew what to do. Which is phenomenal, mm-hmm. but apparently, so so the blood of the uh, they called it an alpha because the one that bled right. on him was was blue as opposed to yellow, and it was bigger than blah blah blah. But the blood of the alpha uh, bleeding on somebody triggers them to essentially collect the ability of all these alien things, the mimics of uh, of time manipulation. And it gets deeper into the whole, like, you know, there's one central brain, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to sit there and talk about that. That's whatever. Anyway, uh, so she's been, she has this ability. She lost it because she lost so much blood that they she needed a transfusion. And then she, yeah, she lost the power. she was injured to the point where she didn't die, right. but needed medical attention. Which was such a fun line when she says, if you fall down in the, in the fight, make sure you die. Because, huh. oh, like, that's brutal. 
And that also led to actually some kind of like, there was like moments of levity in this movie. Oh, you mean like when she kept shooting him in the head? Because, yeah, because it's like, you can't get hurt. You have to die to start over. And at one point while they're training, he breaks his back. And he's like, he's like, I can't move anything but my lips. And she's like, okay. And there's zero hesitation. And she fucking shoots him in Mm -hmm. the head. Mm -hmm. And like that happens multiple times where he's like, no, I think I just broke my leg. She's like, nope. Boop. Yeah. She caps his ass constantly. But that's what they have to do to reset the day. Because if he doesn't die, Mm -hmm. the day does not reset. So it it was, it was, I'm really impressed with this movie. Like, this is one that, like, I'm kind of like, damn. So the thing that I was most impressed about, and this goes back to the point you were talking about, you know, how many times that they relive these days or whatever. So towards the, towards the, it's in, we're in the last act of the movie, and at some and and they need to go talk to the major, the not the major, the commanding officer, the general, sen, sergeant, whoever, whatever his name is, Mad Eye Moody. Yeah, Mad Eye Moody. They need to go and talk to him and convince him to give them some technology to find the central brain of the mimics, right? So they go in. It's it's you know we need to get to the general and we need to talk to him and get this stuff, and then it cuts to them walking to go meet the general and everything, and then all of a sudden while you're while they're going in, they start counting and they start pacing and dancing around because they've relived this day hundreds of times. The movie cut itself where you felt like it was them going at this for the first time and then it just immediately starts to... I was blown away with that. I thought that was so much fun. Yes. Like, it was so much fun. And then, so they get the they get the thing, they find where the, where the, the brain is, uh, and then hilarity ensues. Yeah. <laughs> They, they end up, basically they have to blow up the brain. Um, and it, so at one point, uh, they get into a car accident and because they're being pursued by the military police mm-hmm. when they leave the general's office, mm-hmm. they get into a car accident, a pretty bad wreck, but oopsie poopsie, he doesn't die. Nope. And he wakes up in the hospital. And he sees the blood bag and he and immediately he, knows. He knows. And he said he can feel it. He's like, I can feel it. He's like, I lost it. I love that he just looks at the nurse and is like, you have no idea what you've just yeah. done. Yeah. So they are, they're screwed. They have. They are officially on their last yeah, life. They have <laughs> one shot to do this. Not and they, miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You got to lose yourself in the music. <laughs> in the mimic. Um, so yeah, so they, they essentially have one last chance to go to, they end up having to like go under the Louvre in France and that's where the mimic's brain is Mm -hmm. and they have to blow it up with this special thing. It's not the special thing. It's just, it's it's a a bomb. It's their own bomb. It's just their thing. Yeah, it's their they had to steal technology so that way they could find where the mimic, the, the, the mimic brain is. That's right. But then it was literally just, okay, time to go and guns a blazing. (laughs) So they and like they have to go underwater to do it anyway. They you, they succeed and they blow it up. Yay! And you're like without everybody dies. Oh no! Well, wait, no, everybody, everybody dies. dies. <laughs> Except for me. But uh, in the effect of him, I I likened this to when we play Magic: The Gathering. Okay. Because I saw it as the stack. Okay. Because Cage Tom Cruise yeah. blows. He sets off the bomb to blow up. The brain. Okay. The brain blows up. The you know the explosion happens. Now the explosion gets set off. Okay. And the alpha gets exploded. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, before Tom Cruise dies, he gets splashed with the alpha blood. Mm-hmm. Thus, 
bringing him back to being able to repeat days again. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. the stack. I follow you. Because I, I, of, of, of what's happening. I'm picking up what you're putting down. So I really liked that he didn't die at the end. Mm-hmm. And the last scene of the movie is he's obviously... He's not reliving that same day because things have changed slightly. slightly we have won the war. Yeah, the war is over. A massive, you know, a, a massive uh, energy pulse happened in yeah. France. And... Everybody's confused, but everybody's happy because all the medics are just not doing anything anymore. And so he's back to where he was before, but this time in the capacity of, like, the PR guy. He he is the major. He has not lost his rank. Everything's great. So he goes to where he meets Rita, Mm -hmm. and you look at them, and, like, she's looking at him like there's a knowing. Like, they know each other. But then she says something, like... She just said, she's like, yeah. what? Like, yeah, like, what are you staring at? Like, oh, she keeps saying, like, is there something on my face? Yeah. So they leave it kind of open-ended of, like... She kept doing the same move where she's, like, doing the planking move, and then she slowly brings her, arches her back and all that kind of stuff. Every time she did that, I went, oh, the sexy! Because that's, that, <laughs> that's what that was. So know? they kind of leave it, like, I took it as, like... Do like he obviously remembers. Does she remember? Is this all new to her? She doesn't remember. This is she. This is her first time meeting right. the man. Um, like he can explain it all to her, and she can be like, "Ah, oh, we have this similarity." Right. But like in that moment, she has no clue who he is. So I have to go back because right before they exploded the monster, uh-huh. they shared a kiss. They did. And my initial reaction was, "Son of a bitch!" Like, do we have to put in this? Stupid, romantic, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? I thought about it. Oh, did you? You know what? Friends don't kiss. I know friends don't kiss. But. They weren't friends. Here's my scenario. Okay. That, 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 what did I write down? I said, that was not a romantic kiss. That was not a kiss of love. That was, I'm about to die. We've been through hell together. I'm never going to see you again. Mm. Like, Thank okay. you for being you. Like, this was just the a goodbye. Like, okay. I don't take it as a romantic thing. You know what? That's fair. It, they didn't draw attention to the kiss. It right. happened, and then it moved on. I think I, it I was... I understand that. I think this was thank you. You know, no one else no one else knows this experience but the two of us. Right. And let's go save the world and then die. Right. My only argument about the kiss... Like, I feel like the kiss shouldn't have been there... Sure, I can get behind that, yeah. that that scenario. I think the movie would have done just as well if the kiss wasn't there. Because, let's face it, she might understand what he's gone through and everything. She's known him for 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, I, I wouldn't be sad if it wasn't there. But the more I thought about it, the fact that it happened, I'm like, that. this wasn't like a romantic. There wasn't yeah. a swell of music. Yeah. This wasn't a, I love you. Okay, this, no, that's fair. This I, was, you know what? I can get, I get behind it. Like, that. we're about to save the world and die. Yeah, no, you're right. It was fun. But yeah, the, the movie ends with everybody happy, and it was, it was great. It was really funny, because uh, while I was watching it, I was sitting there and I was analyzing it. I was like, how much fun would it be if... Tom Cruise, you know, Kate Blunt, or uh, uh, Emily Blunt, she, she runs off and she dies, and Tom Cruise runs in to go drop the bombs, and he's, and he's about to die. And I was thinking this before the whole blood thing happened and all. Like, I thought it when he got stabbed. I was thinking how much fun would it be if then the movie uh, decided to have, to start Tom Cruise waking up in handcuffs again before the explosion and all that kind of stuff. And he lost the power, but now we are reliving through 
Emily Blunt's day. Like, oh, she got the yeah. alpha blood, and then we we're restarting all over again <laughs> anyway. Like, I thought that would have yeah. been really fun. I forgot to mention that the the moment when Cage sets off the bomb, like, mm-hmm. this whole moment. So, he's swimming down toward the brain. Mm-hmm. The alpha mimic is swimming after him. And so, he's swimming down. He's trying to set the, like the, the bomb Pull off. Pull the grenade, yeah. Yeah. And you see him get hit. Uh, he gets stabbed. It's straight up stabbed yeah. through, through the abdomen. <laughs> through the abdomen. You see the grenade drop. Mm-hmm. Like, you see his body start to shift a little bit. And you're yeah. like, oh, no. Like, it didn't work. He didn't get there in time. And then he, like, he's still alive a little bit. And he kind of turns around and floats towards the the mimic. Yeah. And he opens his hands. Yeah, and he, the all the pins have yeah. pulled. That's the note. Yeah. That's the part. I have a note here that I'm like, I could not remember the context. I'm like, why did I write this? And it's for the moment that he turns around, opens his hands, and the pins fall out. And my note is, how about them apples? Bing bong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why did I write that? I am now going to live that. That that is going to live in my head forever. And I'm going to see that image of him rolling around like in a gif. Yeah. Like ah, oh, I love that. We just need yeah, and the can we can we please edit that for our, for our own like <laughs> like amusement and just I think we can like please <laughs> we got there's reels on Instagram and all that we we need to do this. Bing bong, bing bong, and then and then, and then immediate yeah. boom, and then immediate boom. Yes, <laughs> I love um, that. But yeah, no, this was this was such a good movie. It like, was a I, really fun. Movie. I will be watching this movie again. I, it's funny because like like I said earlier, my brother had been trying to get me to watch this movie pretty hard when it first came out the only problem is is uh he also tried to get me to watch another movie uh pacific rim which i don't know if you've seen that or not you have i hated it oh yeah (laughs) i thought it was terrible i didn't like nick he he thought it was great i hated it i was like well i can't listen to any of your suggestions ever again shout out to my friend adam my friend adam knows the guy who wrote pacific rim and actually, in the Pacific Rim comic book, yeah. the first person to die yeah. is named after my friend Adam. Really? Yes. That's super cool. Yes. I like Pacific Rim a little bit more now. There you go. Hate the movie. That's why. It was not good. <laughs> it was a great, this fun, was it a, was a fun ride. It really was. This it, was, like, I'm like. It was this, a great action movie. I was going to say, I'm like, this is what I like. I should have been in 2014, like going to the movies, yeah. getting some popcorn. Like, yeah. this is like a summer action flick Definitely. I can get behind. Definitely. So, would you like to know? I'd love to know. What else came out in 2014? Wait, is that because we didn't do 2014 yet? We have not covered 2014 yet. Oh, right. Well, one thing that came out in 2014 that I know off the top of my head is my graduation. I graduated college. Okay. I thought you were going to say high school, but I'm like, wait, no, not, not 2014. No, I, gradu- I, graduated, I graduated college 2014. Okay. So here are your top 10 grossing movies. Hit me! Number one, Transformers Age of Extinction. No! Why? Yeah. Yeah. I think that that was the movie that came out immediately after the third movie, which was uh, Dark of the Moon. And Dark of the Moon is the movie that made me stop watching that franchise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, like, 
spoilers, uh, Jackie didn't like Transformers. We, we reviewed this for our... Let's go program. back and listen. But, uh, like, at the time, I, I really liked Transformers 1 because I was a high school kid when it came out, and I re- really liked Transformers, and I liked Explosions and Megan Fox. It was great. Transformers 2 came out, and it was like, okay, it's the same thing over again, but I don't hate it, which was fine. The, the, the third one, Dark of the Moon, was just so bad. It was such a bad movie. It was so bad. Like, I, I, no. It was terrible. So, like, yeah, I never watched anything else. So, like, it, it, I am sad to hear that Transformers was the number one movie in 2014. But I guess fine. Yeah. Number two, The Hobbit, The Battle of Five Armies. Funny enough, I actually haven't watched any of The Hobbit movies. I refuse to. I I watched them. I, there's actually a very special place in my heart because when Chad and I first started dating, yeah. we spent like a week having like a Hobbit-thon. Oh, yeah. And we watched like one watched one movie and then the next. And then I remember we rented one for one. Like, okay, it was the, the Hob- like we watched Lord of the Rings and then we watched The Hobbit. So no, it, I, I refuse to watch The Hobbit because of the sheer fact that they split it up into three movies. Like, yeah. It, they're, they're okay. Uh, that's what I've heard. Yeah, it's it's you know what. It's just, also a decade after the Lord of the yeah, Rings just, movies just come out, watch trying Lord to do the, the same thing. Yeah. Let's just watch the extended I'd, editions back to back to back. I'd much rather just watch uh, Benedict Cumberbatch act like a dragon without with the green screen. Like that was that's fun to watch. That's fun. That's so. fun. Uh, number three, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's not surprising. That makes a lot of sense. I'm actually more surprised that that movie didn't do better. Uh no, I guess not. Yeah. I thought maybe. Uh, it should have at least gotten ahead of Hobbit, but like no, you know what? The Hobbit, the five Ar- armies thing. It's the end of the trilogy. It makes sense there'd be a lot yeah. of hype for that. So okay. Number four, Maleficent. Just we're not just exactly move it, forward. I no. Number five <laughs> is The Hunger Games: Mockingjay Part One. Okay. I've only ever seen the very first Hunger Games. I've never read the books, so I am not at all I, up to date on I, them. I actually, so I actually read the books in anticipation of the movie, and then never got around to seeing any of the movies. And I finished the book series, and I remember throwing the book because I got angry at it. Okay. The third, the third book, because uh, do you plan on reading them? Do you plan on watching them? Do you plan on doing anything with it? It's 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 young adult, you know, yeah. like it, the end of the movie, like you know, the whole premise of you know she volunteers herself to save her sister. Right. Blah, blah. Well, then at the very end of the series, spoilers for anybody who wants to who cares about this, so don't listen to me. But uh, at the end of the movie, her sister dies anyway, and I'm just not a fan of somebody going through all this yeah. all this trial just for the end result anyway. Have you ever seen the movie Battle Royale? No. You should watch Battle Royale. I've heard about Battle Royale. I don't want to watch Battle Royale. It's just, it's, it's Fight Club with, with, uh, with school kids or whatever, right? No, like, it's, the Hunger Games is basically a watered down Battle Royale. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I heard that too. Okay. But. Number f- six. Number oh, there six. we go. <laughs> <laughs> number six, X-Men Days of Future Past. Now, Days of Future Past was the first movie after Wolver- Wolverine, right? X-Men Origins Wolverine, I think. Okay. I think. I'm trying like I'm trying to justify yeah. why cuz this is yet again another movie I have I haven't seen. Uh, this one I have seen a couple times. I like this one. I don't I I 
My X-Men... Jennifer Lawrence having two movies in one, one right? year. Good for her. My X-Men experience is I watched a shit ton of the cartoon growing up. Yeah. Which, P.S., that is going to be streaming again because they're coming out with a new version of the X-Men cartoon. Ooh. Right. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> but as far as the movies go, like, when... The movies came out. Like, I've seen them. They're great. Like, I have no, like, real loyalty to them. Yeah. So, because I know some people like the OG ones and some people can't stand the new ones or whatever. But out of context, just sitting down and enjoying a movie, I really liked Days of Future Past. I saw X, X-Men, the first one. I saw the second one. Mm-hmm. I saw the third one. The third one was terrible. And then I saw X-Men Origins, which was god-awful. God, it was so bad. God, it was so bad. Did you see that? Did you see Probably? It? It's the one where you're, you're, you follow Wolverine and Deadpool's in it with Ryan Reynolds, but they butcher him to all heck, and that's why Ryan Reynolds made the Deadpool movie. Like, uh, I, th- I feel like maybe I have, but like... It was a I bad did, movie. If I did, I saw it once, and then I yeah. never thought it about was it a bad. Again. So, point being, X-Men Origins Wolverine was the movie that turned me off to the entire franchise, so I never saw any of the... Any of the, any of the movies after that, so so good for them. Okay, I, I just I haven't seen it, and I don't know if I should. Number seven, Captain America: Winter Soldier. I am baffled. Right, that, that movie was is not at, at minimum flipped with Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm the only thing that I can think of, and let me see if I can find the thing where I found this. Is it that came out late in the year? Guardians of the Galaxy did. No, Captain America. United States, April. I'm baffled because the w- Winter Soldier is a much better film than Guardians of the Galaxy, I think. Winter Soldier is a much better film than almost all, all of these more. movies. Um, <laughs> yeah. Number eight is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Never saw any of the Planet of the Apes movies. Number nine, The Amazing Spider-Man Part 2. <laughs> And number 10, Interstellar. Never saw Interstellar. Always wanted to, but never did. I think I have. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure that's the one with uh, Matt McConaughey, right? Maybe. Yeah, and he gets gets old, or doesn't get old, but his daughter gets old. I don't know. Timey-wimey things. So, what I was watching instead of Edge of Tomorrow in 2014. Okay. So, I was watching Oculus, a horror movie. But I know a movie that both you and I were watching. In I know exactly what you're talking about. Everything, Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome when, when you live in a dream. Yeah. Uh, so the Lego movie came out. Oh, uh, the best commercial ever. So fun facts about the Lego movie. Hit me. And you and me. Oh. Is once upon a time before this podcast... AJ and I were going to do another podcast, or at least I was going to do another podcast, and AJ was going to be on it with me because I have a horror podcast. So I had this concept that I was going to do a show like called like The Other Side of the Rental Store or something like that, mm-hmm. where I watched a movie that wasn't a horror movie. And we actually recorded an episode of us talking about the Lego movie. Did we? And it never got released. I don't it never this at came all. off the ground. I don't this but at I all. have on my computer a, a, a rough draft or a, an unedited draft mm-hmm. of our other side of the rental store episode for the Lego movie. I don't remember that at all. Wow. Yeah. It was like probably a year before we even started thinking about, about this, this show. Mm hmm. You know what? I might have to cobble that together and like do like a 
a, a funsy episode where this was our first ever attempt <laughs> at, at a show. With each other. Yeah. Oh gosh, I can't wait to hear how how awkward we both are. <laughs> so going on in pop culture in 2014. Uh, Jimmy Fallon takes over to the Tonight Show. Yeah, okay. And I am not much. I, first of all, I don't stay up late, so I can't watch the shit. But I do watch a lot of clips and stuff on YouTube, and Jimmy Fallon is up there for me. I don't watch James Corden. Yeah. I don't watch who's the other Jimmy? Jimmy Kimmel. I don't yeah. watch him. Yeah. But I like Jimmy Fallon, and I like oh, what's his nuts? Um, Ma- Seth, Myers. Oh. Seth Myers. Seth Myers. I like Stephen Colbert. Um, I like Stephen Colbert, too. Um, but yeah, Jimmy Fallon takes over The Tonight Show. Um, in sad news, in 2014, we lose Robin Williams. Aww. I know. I don't want to be a downer, but like, I feel like I can't not talk about how great Robin Williams is. Also, in 2014, the song of the year, the bane of every parent's existence, is Let It Go from Frozen. <laughs> I have young nieces, so I went through the the frozen phase. Um and finally in 2014, I don't know about you, but I know that I did it. It was the ice bucket challenge. Oh yeah, I did that. Did you do the I, yeah, I did. I did I, I did on vacation. <laughs> I did the ice bucket challenge when I got no, I got nominated kind of late in the game. My brother nominated me and by I had like a really busy day and by the time I got home it was dark outside. Mm. So my ice bucket challenge video is me standing in my bathtub. Like fully clothed, <laughs> standing in my bathtub dumping a very large bowl of ice water on myself. That's fun. Just to rewind for a minute really quick, because I want to talk about the things I was watching in 2014. Sure thing. Because there's a list of them. Uh, I watched Big Hero 6. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did like Big Hero Big 6. Big Hero 6 is great. Yes. Uh, Fury. Uh, it's a World War II film. Brad Pitt is is in it. Um, it's, okay. It's a basically about a, a group of guys who essentially live in a tank. It's, it's, mm. it's a tank team. And... You know their journey through the war, um, and it, it gets pretty real at some points. But it was a very good film. Uh, I was I watched uh, the Imitation Game. Uh, oh, that's the the Benedict Cumberbatch Human yep. Computer. Yes, I loved that movie. Yeah, that the, was so good. Uh, that's a phenomenal film, mm-hmm. especially if you're into math and stuff. If you if you are into math and you don't know what a Turing machine is, check out this film because it's fantastic. Or if you're into history. Also history, but mm-hmm. I mean, math that's is too. that's what that's what caught me. That netted me when we've got mm-hmm. like a historically accurate. Yeah, it was movie. it was a great yeah. great film. Uh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman, the animated film. I did not you know? see that one. You don't need to. Okay, it's, it is a kids film. It yeah. was cute. It was a fun ride, similar to the Lego Movie. If you go walking into it expecting something fun, you'll be disappointed. Well, I do remember Mr. Peabody and Sherman from like the back in the day, the, the cartoons. Ride that was like Rock, uh, not Rocky Balboa, um, Bowinkle and Rocky and Bowinkle. Rocky and Bowinkle. Yeah. Thank you. Like that and Clyde Crash yeah. Cup and yeah, they the were in that same and... that same yes. era. Yeah, yeah, but I never did see the movie. It was it, it was cute. It okay. was fun. It was it was something I watched late at night one. Sure. Um, I watched How to Train Your Dragon two, arguably the best film in the trilogy. And if you haven't seen those those movies, fix your things because that movie's <laughs> great. That series is great. Um, also, in twenty fourteen, I was watching Godzilla, the Godzilla remake. Okay. 
the live action. It was not good. They blues balls me for so long. Oh no. Apparently that's what they do in Godzilla movies. But every time you're about to see Godzilla do something awesome, a door closes. Oh no. Every time Godzilla's about to fight something, the the person that, because it's from like first person perspective uh, in that moment, they, they get shuffled away. Like it, it, you never oh. see it until the very end. At the very end was awesome. The fight was awesome. But it's like, I'm here to see giant monsters fight. Why do I got to wait two hours to see 30 minutes of giant monsters fighting? So, but yeah, I was watching that. Okay. And uh, yeah, those were really good films. And I think that everybody should go see them. Well, there you go. <laughs> there is your AJ recommendation corner for the episode. For 2014. All right. Well, anything else? Uh, this movie is great. And honestly... Uh, 2014 had some great bangers that weren't in that top 10. So check out the movies that we suggested, especially this one. Yeah. And also check out our Instagram and Facebook. Check out for this, you know, what what, what, what was <laughs> it? <laughs> Bing bong. How about these apples? <laughs> Bing, Bing bong. bong. Yeah. Check out for that. We're going to work on that. <laughs> I'm going to figure, I'm going to figure out how to edit video just for this because I want to see this. it. Okay. <laughs> So make sure you're tuned in to our Facebook and Instagram to find all these fun little goodies and follow us on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, new episodes the second and fourth Sunday of every month. Yep. Bye. Bye.